everyone, welcome to the Business and Property Podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. We're both property people running our own business. This podcast is just us chatting, as we often do, about anything and everything property. And Simon, we were just having a little chat, just a very quick pre-chat about what we can do during this lockdown, as opposed to the things that we can't, specifically related to our property businesses. So... Uh, I'll open up to you first then. So what, what what can we do? What are you doing at the moment? Well, there, there are some things I thought of that um, might be applicable to uh, people more widely. But since you've asked, what what, what am I doing? Uh, I'm catching up on my paperwork. So I spend normally half an hour or so a month uh, scanning documents, um, recording the details in in Patma, which I use to, to track my property finances. Of course, when <laughs> when when rent is paid and and the uh, the bills I have coming out and things like that, and uh, that that keeps things ticking over. Generally speaking, uh, each month as things things go on, uh, but then at the end of the the tax year, you need to go back and double check and um, make sure these tie up with with bank statements and. Uh, fill in the, the little bits and pieces that you've inevitably missed or, or that, that need adjusting here or there. So I've been catching up a, a bit on that and uh, and starting to get ready for my uh, for my tax return. I haven't actually started filling it in yet, but uh, the, the the property bits of it are pretty much there. Um, Patma, once you've put the figures into Patma, it's just a few clicks to, to give you the, the figures ready for your, your tax return. Uh, so I, they're, they're pretty much there and ready. Uh, I've still got to sort out other elements that I have to put into my my tax returns, obviously my my business income and, and things like that as well, and I haven't got those sorted out yet. But I think they're the things I I probably should uh, get get going soon. Uh, from our from our little uh, pre chat, I'm I'm getting the feeling you're you're probably not quite uh, <laughs> taking that approach with your tax return figures. Well, you know, I just want to say if anyone else is feeling inadequate about having not approached your tax returns, don't worry, you're you're in the same bus as me. So. To be honest, you, I just follow the instructions of my accountant. When my accountant says he needs something, or the bookkeeper says they need something, that's that's usually my uh, that's my indicator to actually get my backside in gear and and do something. So no, um, I haven't been thinking about HMRC. Does your um, accountant do your self assessment for you as well as your business yeah. accounts? Yeah, so they they pretty much do everything. I mean, it is it is pretty straightforward. You're right. And I just said I haven't thought about HMRC, but as as we were talking previously, the the one thing that has been, again, we're talking about things you can do, but the one thing I did as well is because I've got some quite a few corporate corporation tax payments, and I had some VAT ta- uh, payments that were coming out monthly in the account, and you know, not certainly significant numbers, and you know, cancelled those, phoned the HMRC, and they were they were absolutely outstanding. Really, just said, yeah. This, this will all be paused until the end of June and be revised again at the end of June. So as I said to you, you won't hear me say it often, but um, I had a very pleasant experience on that call with the HMRC. And that, that was just down to me. You know, one of the things we can do was looking at my, my current cash flow and looking at that on a daily basis. Yeah, I think um, some of the government measures uh, have been specifically to to pause uh, a lot of the payments that would be needed to HMRC. Uh, I think there's different ap- approaches and processes for these things, but certainly VAT you can pause. And I think um, some PAYE 
based taxes you can also um apply to to delay as well uh, i think the part of the idea of that is to to help companies who are uh, uh, struggling with furloughing staff and and uh, making payroll while they're waiting for other funds to come through from the from the government other support mm. uh, but you say um corporation tax they they did as well mm. i don't think i'd heard, heard that one specifically mentioned before yeah i don't think it's been mentioned overtly but the you know so i spoke with someone about the vat and then with someone about the corporation tax and uh, and yeah he just said yeah i can manage that for you as well and we're happy to put that on pause i think you know in that example they are doing what they can and you know that obviously it's very helpful to us and you know talking about doing what we can just bringing it back to you know what our sort of topic is today that was something you know a couple of things you mentioned which i think are really pertinent because i i was looking you know at my, at my daily cash flow and uh, thinking about you know, certifications and that kind of thing on the properties that I've got. But you also talked about interest rates. So, you know, when we say documentation or administration, you know, I know most of us want to just shut our eyes and hit our head against the, the desk. But I think you, know, you talked about reviewing interest rates, which I think is a, re- a really good one too. Yeah, indeed. This uh, I, I'm always surprised by hearing people who have, have let mortgages slip on to, to standard variable rates, um, which obviously generally a lot higher than, than you can get from a fixed rate at the moment. So if if that's the case, or if you're not sure, then I think it's an excellent time to to go through the mortgages you've got, check the the situation they're currently in, and uh, and where where you can look at making making changes to those, and certainly getting off any standard variable rates, uh, probably on to, to fixed rates, assuming your your longer term or medium term plans fit with with a commitment for a, a fixed rate. Yeah, but uh, I think um, I think you've mentioned uh, or experienced that it can be hard for some or hard to progress mortgages with some lenders at the moment. But uh, changing from a, a standard variable onto a fix with the same mortgage provider, I, we we would, in our non-expert uh, opinions, expect to be uh, still available, wouldn't we? So they haven't got uh, so much work to do there. Yeah, it's usually a tick box exercise. I mean, quite literally a tick box exercise. And even uh, the bank that I work with that um, are Dickensian in the extreme in terms of their paperwork, even when it comes to getting off the SVR onto another mortgage, they they drive you online just to literally tick a box and, and, and digitally sign it. So uh, yeah, and like you, I was really surprised, and I'm sure I saw a stat only the other day. And uh, I'm going to butcher it, so as always, this this number is just out of my head. But it's something ridiculous, like around a fifth of people just leave the mortgages on the standard variable rate. And I've um, I've witnessed even with a further borrowing. So one of my further borrowings, just that the monthly payment is seventy seven pounds, but that slipped one month. Just I slipped it slipped onto the SVR because I hadn't. Uh, got my paperwork in order and the next month that went up to 120 pounds so yeah i mean so that's almost uh, that's almost double and if you think about that you know even if your your standard if you're sorry if your 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 mortgage rate was whatever you know three percent if that jumps up to a standard rate of five percent that's a lot of money you know and for me that just that little further borrowing cost 50 pound a month that's 600 pounds a year so you know that's 
that's you know that that could cover some refurbishment or whatever else you know so again thinking about that on a, a bigger mortgage it's it's a big deal it is it was uh yeah I, I, that, that jump from fixed rate which might be around two percent maybe um if you're you're looking at a a smaller portfolio with a uh, in a personal name um up to a, a standard variable rate of maybe five ish percent and uh, maybe even a bit more i mean that's that's, that's a big jump so it's, uh, it's it's definitely worth staying on top of these things and, and setting up reminders so you you know exactly when your your fixed rate is going to end um so you don't don't miss talking to a broker and, and getting that sorted out in if only there was a platform Simon, where you could put these things in and it would remind you indeed indeed if only um i i, I struggle to think of one but um uh <laughs> <but> yeah <laughs> so so yeah this this is something that patma will of course <laughs> help with um but if if people don't want to use a a, a sort of specific property management tool even just something in a in a google diary or calendar or whatever um it's probably enough for for um just one or two properties but uh but yeah if if in fact although having said that i should say if you've only got one property uh that you're uh you're using for for buy to let then um then you can actually set that up for free in patma and and set up the the mortgage expiry reminders um and that's that's uh, available for free so no, no excuse for people not to do it no, and and I was just going to just follow up finally on this point. I think I think we've I think we made the point, but you know your point from two percent to five percent. The problem is, I think when you see that number of from two to five, it doesn't feel like a big number at all. But you know percentage points. If you've got a hundred thousand pounds borrowing, that's obviously you know two grand to five. You know, so that's that's three grand, and then you know for a lot of us, obviously it's going to be much higher than that. So it's, it's fairly significant. And like you said, I mean, right now I'm using this time actually going through all of my mortgages and putting down what the current rates are and the expiry dates and then just setting reminders for those expiry dates because it does have such a big impact on margin and you know I, mm-hmm. i've experienced more than anything recently just that the, the um you know the differences that just just pounds can make into the business yeah just on on that percentage um point oh dear that's not what i meant to do but um a, a percentage point you think one percent? Oh, that's that's small, but actually, as soon as you start talking about slightly bigger numbers, one percent is quite big. Um, so I mean, one percent of hundred thousand pounds is a thousand pounds, and a thousand pounds is is not insignificant. Um, and of course, when you start talking about um, even bigger numbers, it it multiplies up quickly. Um, so I, th- I think percentages can often be sort of quite misleading because it's because they only deal with sort of the number on a on a, a base of 100 um you, they feel small feel smaller than they they often are when uh, when you're dealing with property size numbers yeah so don't become one of the the zombie mortgage holders where we've just let it slip into svr and and carry on without knowing it's um yeah it's a dangerous game to play i think on that yeah. on that point of setting reminders it's just the other thing i i've been looking at as well is um yeah, for for most of my properties, you know, the agents are arranging all of the documentation, which I don't always get sight of, but I'm now requesting that documentation. So the gas safety certificates, the PAT testing, you know, the um, electrical safety, um, yeah, you know, the, fire, the EICRs, I think, aren't they? The electrical safety certificates. Yeah, fire risk assessments, FRAs, you know, 
all that stuff being done um you know so uh, you know for me that's what i'm doing now is trying to get just a greater handle on the business uh, in terms of you know your point around documentation and then the, the final thing that i well not the final thing but you know one of the other things that i'm looking at as well is just reviewing so i actually did a couple of videos of properties before the lockdown and almost just reviewing them and looking at works that i can do just to upgrade them and and develop them so that's kind of what i've been busying myself with i think you mentioned your you're generally looking at being a bit more proactive in, in the management of your, your properties at the moment. And, and that's something mm. you're, you're sort of working, working towards in, in this time. Yeah. That is, yeah. I don't know. Do you, want, do you want to say a bit more about that or, or, or perhaps the, the reasons behind it or the. Yeah. I'm happy to be open about it. it. Yeah. It's, you know, that's why I'll enjoy these chats because it just gets us a chance to, to, to think and reflect. But you know, what, what I've realized is that, in my business, you know, the, the revenue hasn't been as good as it could be. It's been, been okay. I mean, you know, we're talking, you know, it's a it's six figure revenue because we've got a number of rooms. However, the costs coming out of the business have been too high, both maintenance, utility bills, and so on. Now I, I've sort of put the pressure on where the pressure needs to be put in terms of the agents. I have multiple agents to improve that. But one thing has become quite clear. No one's going to look after the business as as each of us looks after our own businesses because we know. And so, you know, my approach now, as I just mentioned, is getting the documentation, making sure that's been done and also reviewing line by line. So something I did, which was a really laborious task and something I, that took me a day, a whole day, was I went through every statement that I've had in the last two years and recorded gas and electricity, which doesn't sound like a big task. But it, but for so my portfolio is because it we, we get the utility bills on a monthly basis by property, but they're not labelled by property. So I have to go through check the whatever it is the site number and, and log that. And it took me from basically eight in the morning till six o'clock at night. But to log all of the utility bills in the last two years to track them and then think about okay, what 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 can I do differently? So. Yeah, I'm looking at greater management and maybe less outsourcing of what I do. And with one of the properties, maybe taking on a bit more management. As you know, that's not as that's not a walk in the park, particularly as my properties are, are over 220 miles away. So it's thinking about how I approach that. But it's you know what what I love about this time for me, obviously from a business standpoint, from a hum, humanity perspective. But but for me, it's really given me a chance to reflect and think about okay, what what do we really need to do to improve this business and the, the other thing given for, for me that the cash flow is is now dropping it's making me be more creative in the sense that okay where can we reduce cost i think one thing i've now learned is that you know when the revenue is coming in and, and everything looks rosy it, it can cover a multitude of sins and maybe expenses are higher than they should have been had i not had my back against the wall as it is now so so for me hopefully i'm pretty optimistic about it but it's it's causing me to be hopefully a better businessman uh, have you already identified um sort of good good savings or are you still in, in progress and will this be be something we come back to in, in the future to hear yeah, it's the, still in uh, progress yeah I, you know i've looked at who we're with in terms of the utility provider it looks like we're with a very good utility provider it's the same utility provider across uh, around 32 rooms but what I've seen is that on the bills I get, for example, there are standing charges in there, but I've gone onto their website online and it says, 
you know, for multi-property providers, we don't charge standing charges. Now, it may be that that's the agreement they've got with the letting agent, but you know, like it's very similar to what we're talking about with the mortgages. It's the same in our personal lives. You know, we once we get gas and electric, very rarely do we think about changing it just because it's a ball ache. And <laughs> and I, you know, it's it's the same in property, isn't it? So I think you know we need to keep people keep other businesses on their toes by by looking at these things. Although there are businesses like look after my bills from a residential perspective. And I've forgotten what the commercial version of that is, but there is a commercial version which I've looked at, but they seem to have gone um, uh, missing at the moment. Oh, but, if uh, if we can find them later, we'll put them in the show notes. Yeah, I think it's called the Big Deal. I think they're called the Big Deal. Uh, okay, which is the sister company of Look After My Bills, but essentially they will always uh, look at usage and payment and, and change it. So, you know, for yeah, me, that's so gone. Yeah, no, I was just because that's that's the important bit is making sure that we're again being proactive and not just letting these things slip away. Yeah, I think um, people like look after my bills and things. Uh, I think there's a couple of others in the same same sort of niche. Um, I think it's, it's it's a brilliant idea because they take away that hassle of remembering to do that, and they'll they'll stay on top of um, the, the 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 best deals available. Uh, although. The ones, and I don't know if this applies to look after my bills specifically or not. I, I can't remember who it was I looked into, but there was one in particular I looked into, um, and they said uh, in the very, very small print that uh, we will find you the best deal uh, among our available suppliers, of which we have three. <laughs> mm. So it's it's not not exactly um, sort of whole of market um, appraisal for for finding you really the the best deal available. It's uh, it's actually just a the best deal among uh, the suppliers they've managed to to sort out their own deals with um and uh, and may- maybe they do work out to be the the best deals available for for individuals but i think that exemplifies the point Simon. you know you know which is we have even if we've got those companies it, the responsibility is always ours you know so so the point you're making is 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 one that i would wholeheartedly you know, agree with which is e- even if you've gone with that company it's still incumbent on us to make sure that we are getting the best value yeah quite i don't know um i don't quite know how the uh, the sort of contract you have with them works um whether they they sort of sit as an intermediary for the for the actual utility supplies or whether they act as a a manager and you still have a direct relationship with whoever your your supplier is um so i'm just thinking how you would sort of get out of that arrangement if if you wanted to says yeah and, and yeah I, I if you carry on looking into this i'll, I'll be interested to hear the results <laughs> yeah well i am so you will um and uh but i think in terms of the regulation for utilities and 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 uh you know, service providers in that scape, it's very hard for them now just to, you know, unless you've signed a contract for 12 months, you know, obviously you're then, uh, in, you know, in, engaged to be with them legally. But I think generally you have pretty much, you know, the, the ability to, to, to move where you wish. But, um, yeah, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, they, they, the energy markets these days are, are forcibly more flexible than they used to be which uh, which can only be a good thing although i've said that several energy companies um have been uh, have been going bust in the last few years 
although that even when that happens there are generally speaking um good processes for for transferring those customers onto another supplier and, and keeping everything ticking over and things so mm. no, nobody gets cut off at least yeah even if you might end up with a slightly different deal i think what we're saying overall as well just in terms of these down times in inverted commas because i know you know we're, we're not we're not downing tools we're at home with the kids and or you're at home and you, you still you know work to do and you know other things to look after but is is about sort of reviewing where we're at and you know for me yes utilities energy providers you know if we're with letting agents what are the rates i mean i've got a letting agent down you know in terms of negotiating we were we, it was a to be honest it was a very high rate but you know we've negotiated that down and i'm not suggesting we do that right now because you actually need to support each other and, and get through this time but you know is is your rate the most um, competitive it can be in the market you might be happy with it but again it's worth looking at because even if you negotiate two percent down that's two percent margin back in you know your favor you know again for me that makes a big difference looking just the the other thing i'll sort of mention is my final point on the, on this particular podcast Simon, was one thing i did which might sound blindingly obvious and to everyone else but i looked at my room rates and my you know most of my room rates are, are kind of in the ballpark which i set them and like like a lot of people with sort of properties i guess you know it gets to a certain stage where you just want to get people in the room so if you've got a five-bed house and sometimes you've gone yeah well let's just get the, the three the group of three or the group of four that, that want to take it was i just looked at the cost impact of that on the business and it was so significant you know just and, and i know this is this is a no-brainer so just knowing usually the profit comes from you know the final room in the house but also to get people in dropping the room rate by 10 15 20 quid actually times that by three and then timesing it by a year i was like hold on that's just cost you know i'm not giving you the exact figures here but you know it was it was circa 10 15k multiplication so, is a powerful thing isn't it mm. so yeah just just doing the maths so it's like okay so actually you know my problem you know the, the, the problems in the business you know are you know well threefold you know it's, it's obviously around you know can we drive costs down have we got revenue in terms of the occupation levels but also are the room rates what we've projected them to be and if they're not that's impacting the business so i think a lot of these things you know while we've got a bit of downtime are quite well certainly for me have been really really eye-opening yeah it's a good chance to take the time to to review everything basically um uh, and yeah on on your uh, on your mathematical revelations um i think it is often missed i mean it's similar to the uh the sort of percentage um discussion but but multiplication as soon as you get two or three multiplications in a in a calculation it makes a big difference i mean it's like compound interest no nobody really um well i'm sure some people do but most people don't really sort of comprehend compound interest in in the head um but then when you do the do the maths do the do the sums it's so powerful and it, it it's all just the multiplication multiplication on multiplication on multiplication just makes numbers really big really quickly and uh, it's, it's so easily missed so so easily missed indeed indeed and yeah it's it's one of those things i think when you get so so tied up in in business we forget well, certainly my case 
you know, in my experience anyway, I forget to, to just look at these basic principles. We had um, a, a big list of other things I thought might be good to, to talk about today um, that were a bit less property related, but, um, but we've run out of time. So, uh, so <laughs> we're going to have to save those for another time. Um, perhaps if, uh, if anybody listening to the, this podcast uh, would like uh, us to chat about anything in particular, Perhaps they could, uh, could get in touch. Uh, if you look at uh, thebusinessofproperty.com, there's a, a contact form there. And uh, Stuart and I look forward to uh, talking to you next time. See you next time.